0: Chris, an overtime win last night, the Grey Cup for Ottawa, Red Blacks over the Calgary Stampeders, 39-33. It's the third game, third time in uh, Grey Cup history that the game went into overtime. Yep. And uh, I find that every time I watch the Grey Cup, I did not watch the Grey Cup this year, but every time I've been invited to a party and watch a Grey Cup, mm-hmm. it does not, It seems to be uh, the, uh, the scoring is very, very far apart. Right. You know, uh, so I'm basically, after halftime, I'm at the food table the whole night.
1: Well, especially when it's not your team, you want it to be an exciting game because there's really no, not that much excitement in it for you if there isn't if there isn't a little bit of competition going on.
0: The Grey Cup is an excuse to make chili and invite people <laughs> over. That's really what it is. I mean, you said you saw some people running around
1: oh, uh, in I, jerseys, and I they saw, weren't even... All I saw this whole weekend were Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Fans, all kinds of green people stopping traffic to yell, let's go riders. I, I'm guessing they bought the tickets at the beginning of the season, hoping their <laughs> yeah. team would be in it. And they thought, good for them. hell, well, it's a trip to Toronto. Let's do it. Sure. But they were, their enthusiastic fans, those Rough Riders fans.
0: Yeah, well, you know, uh, they Even live in Saskatchewan. In what, uh, what else do you do, right? Uh, good for them. Uh, there were more than 100 impaired drivers nailed in the OPP's first uh, festive ride, the ride program of the season over the weekend. A hundred. North York, you've got a big problem. I think there were, your numbers were high. I think there were about 20 people that were impaired, it's its worrying. What is going on? Those are the only the people that got caught. So that means there are more people out on the roads. I, I don't, honestly, if the Marco Muzzo accident, mm-hmm. that t- horrific accident that took the lives of, you know, three generations uh, of family members isn't enough to make you go, well, is it really worth it? No, I don't know what is. Honestly, I don't know what is. You're a lost cause, which scares me because we're all out on the roads with you.
1: Yeah, I really don't think people think that much, uh, think about that when they get behind the wheel.
0: Well, I think they all should. Uh, An 11-year-old was caught driving on the 400 in Vaughan this weekend. This is crazy. He just played uh, Grand Theft Auto. And Which is always fun. Yeah, for an 11-year-old. Isn't that the one where you get out and you rape someone and stuff? Well, like you it's could if you abusive, wanted to.
1: You can choose to be a yeah. horrible person or you can just steal cars.
0: It's terrible. Anyhow, um, and now I feel old and everything, but like, why do you need to play that? Anyway, It's despicable. Uh, so Grand Theft Auto, apparently it's a good game if you're not up to no good like that. You like the game?
1: I, okay, I have enjoyed the game. I prefer the Western version, Red Dead Redemption, because you, it's a little bit more interesting to put yourself— What, are you yourself, driving
0: around stagecoaches and no, stuff?
1: Horses, stagecoaches, really? trains. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of fun. That, no see, wonder why that's you that's like a,
0: Westworld, it's a more, yeah, it, which I started watching, by the way. I'm not caught up.
1: It's it's awesome, and it's probably the, the reason why— Walking Dead's ratings have been down. This
0: mm, have they been down? I think it's because of uh, a lot of people said it jumped the shark. No, I, it clubbed thinking, itself to death well, with well, the first episode. Westworld this
1: season. is awesome. Anyway, we're 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 digressing. If he, if this kid was playing Red Dead Redemption, he would have stolen a horse and ridden it on the highway. But right. instead, he stole what?
0: He stole a car. he ah. basically gone to his parents' car. He's 11 and he drove on the 400 in Vaughn. And so Matt and Sapria called Kerry Schmidt from the OPP to talk about exactly what went down. Here's what he said this morning.
1: We got the call around 11 o'clock. Uh, I don't think he was really able to drive with so much confidence uh, because as soon as he hit the highway, we were getting 911 calls from members of the public that were that were reporting this uh, vehicle all over the road, uh, unable to maintain a speed, unable to maintain a lane, um, just all over the place. Uh, just it was a, a crash waiting to happen.
0: Wow. I mean, imagine that kid driving. You're honking. You're trying to get him over. Mm-hmm. That's going to make him even more nervous. But anyways, it ended. They, they managed to. They, he gave chase. Well,
1: you're Several scared. Several police cars had to pull him away. over.
0: They managed to uh, stop the kid, get him out of the car. And this is interesting because Carrie Schmidt said this. It was, uh, I read this in the paper. Here we have an influence of a video game making kids try things without their parents' knowledge or consent. An absolute tragedy waiting to happen. So the video—wait a minute, Carrie. I mean, we've spoken before, but really, he, the video game did not influence the kid to get in the car. The kid decided he wanted to drive a car. I'm sure he'd been thinking it before Grand Theft Auto. That just gave him the nerve to try and do it. But I, I don't—you I can't blame the game.
1: I knew kids in grade 8 who were stealing their parents' car to go for a joy ride.
0: You knew bad kids.
1: And, and you know what? They— we're not playing Grand Theft Auto.
0: There you go. Uh, he they said, didn't exist. He said no charges were laid. And I, uh, to that I say, well, I don't want charges laid on him. But what's the message there? Mm-hmm. That you can get away with it? I know he's 11. And they say, well, you know, he didn't know what he was doing. Yes, he knew what he was doing. He's <laughs> 11. Yeah. Give me a break. Talk to an 11-year-old. They're pretty smart. So uh, I think something should have been done. I'm not sure what. I was racking my brain as mm-hmm. I drove in to try and think about what, what could have been done. But some sort of charity work, some volunteer—well, it's not volunteer if you're made to do it. But, <laughs> you know, something where the kid, you know, would have to give back to society and maybe—I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what he would do, but maybe we'll, we'll talk about that later the on
1: parents the Hopefully the parents have uh, found some way to ground but him or punish him in some way. It,
0: the, the hammer does not fall like it did back in the day anymore, Chris. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I don't want to damage my little snowflake. No, I, don't know.
1: I You know what— Snowflake could have killed a bunch of people Number on the one. 400 hey, series highway. The kid is saying that the video game is the reason why he did it. Well, guess what you just no more gave up son video games. Huh, and not for a month, for a year.
0: Wow. You're you're a tough one. Uh hashtag Trudeau Eulogies trended on social media this weekend after our prime minister tweeted out his sympathies after the death of Fidel Castro. Uh he said, It is with deep sorrow that I learned today that the death of Cuban's long serving president, Fidel Castro, was larger-than-life leader who served many of his people for almost half a century, a legendary revolutionary, an orator. Mr. Castro made significant improvements to the education and health care of his island nation. I read it with a question mark because I can't believe our prime minister did this. While a controversial figure, both Mr. Castro's supporters and detractors recognize his tremendous dedication and love for the Cuban people. And a good cigar, I added that in. Uh, who had a deep and lasting affection for El Comandante. I know my father was very proud to call him a friend, and I had the opportunity to meet meet Fidel when my father passed away because he was a pallbearer. And it was a real honor to meet his three sons, his brother, President Raul, uh, during my recent visit to Cuba. On behalf of all Canadians, so speaking for us now, Sophie and I offer our deepest condolences to the family, friends, and many, many supporters of Mr. Castro. We join the people of Cuba today in mourning the loss of their remarkable leader. What about the people in in Little Havana and Miami that we're Mm -hmm. celebrating Over the weekend. This is a guy who was a dictator. So after that, the hashtag uh, Trudeau eulogizes uh, was trending. And, you know, uh, there were tweets like, um, let me see, Trudeau eulogizes. uh, While a controversial figure, General uh, Tojo, brought America to World War II and ultimately helped shorten the war. Uh, That's hashtag Trudeau, Trudeau eulogies. Today, we mourn the loss of Norman Bates, a family man who was truly defined by his devotion to his mother. Hashtag Trudeau <laughs> eulogies. Anyway, some interesting reading. Um, but, you know, there are people that are saying that he, A, should apologize. Uh, secondly, be extremely embarrassed. And B, don't attend the funeral because that's the wonder now. Uh, Lisa Raitt was on the morning show. She 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 was one of the people that said that he should uh apologize I thought if
1: he wants to attend the funeral as an individual that's okay but when he's speaking for the rest of us saying on behalf of all Canadians yeah. that's where that's where I think he's ruffling the most feathers and that's where I think that he's completely lost sight of where most Canadians are most Canadians daddies weren't friends with Fidel Castro
0: and listen the opposition leader Rona Ambrose I tell you beyond that weird expense mm-hmm. that uh that she I uh, you know, it passed over to us. I think it was a travel expense mm-hmm. that bothered me. I like Rona. She said, with the passing of Fidel Castro, my thoughts and prayers are with the people of Cuba continue to endure his long and oppressive regime even after his death. Under his rule, thousands were impoverished, thousands were imprisoned and executed, and free speech, thought, and assembly were curtailed or banned and to live up to his version of socialism. Canada and the Cuban people have had a long and warm friendship over the years. With today's news, it's my hope that a brighter day will be coming for the Cuban people. And they and may where they may live in freedom and where democracy, human rights and the rule of law are enshrined. Well done, Rona. That is pretty amazing. Prime Minister's office, Jackie, what did did that say up on the board there? Uh, Prime Minister's
1: office says Justin Trudeau will not be attending the funeral.
0: Oh, that's a good call. Thank you. Just breaking news. Thank you for that, Jackie, off the board. You can't have your eyes on everything anyhow we do appreciate it
1: and i know that a lot of conservative social media types have been trading memes around comparing a young justin trudeau to a young fidel castro trying to put out the idea mm-hmm. into the into the psyche of people on the, on social media that p- perhaps justin is the son of fidel castro what what? Yeah, that's the that is what they've been trying to p- push out there all day here. Okay, that's ridiculous. But if you were to look at a picture of a young Pierre Elliott Trudeau and yeah. a young Fidel Castro, you would notice a lot of similarities too.
0: That's interesting.
1: So I want to pop that bubble before it's a it, birther uh... movement. I want. <laughs>
0: it's very funny, Jackie.